You're waking up with Pat and Tom. New Country 105.1. Cody, what was the award ceremony that you attended last night? The Women's Alliance of Media in something Sacra- or other. In Sacramento? Yes, Weren't the Sacramento we, chapter. Were we up for some award? We were. Um, it was an all-encompassing like radio, uh, radio and TV personality category, and we did not win. Mm, all right. And 0 they, for 11. Our streak continues. <laughs> and they really made it seem like I needed to be there for a reason. Like, I really thought for a second we were winning. Uh-huh. Which, I mean, why would we? But <laughs> I, for a second, believed it, and that was just a trap. It was a trap to get me there. How was the evening, though? Was it a nice, fancy evening out? Uh, yeah. Being a nominee, were there any perks that went along with it? Hold on just a second. Did you have to pay to get in? No, as a nominee, but everyone else did, which was $40. Oh, did they feed you? Uh, there were appetizers, yeah. Okay. okay. But there's no dinner? No, like... No dinner, no, no. Okay. Right. Um, and it was cash bar. What? What? Yeah. Can't say I was expecting that, but it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I still had fun mingling with my coworkers and nobody else. This, but, is, um, this, is, this is why we never go to these events. Huh? Tonight, the last night was a Dimitri night, so I couldn't go. By right. the way, I had a, such a fantastic night with him. He was just, Aww. he was on his game and we had fun. But I wouldn't have gone anyway, to be honest. <laughs> you know what? I wanted to go and mingle and be social, and I'm glad I did because I met like two people last night that I'm glad I met. Um, but, yeah, the bar afterwards was a lot more fun. <laughs> Can I say that? I feel bad. Yo, you went to a bar afterwards. Yes, you're with a few of the people that were there. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Got it. That's, so. that's the real cash bar. Exactly. But I, um, I can't believe they charge. Well, maybe they have to. Maybe legally they have to just in case something happens. Well, I guess they charge people to pay for the venue, right? <laughs> well, they, they know there's going to be a bunch of radio people there looking for free stuff anyway. <laughs> well, so. yeah. I mean, that's the deal. I mean, isn't that the point? <laughs> The Oakland A's are, are done with the playoffs. They played a one-game play-in game with the Yankees. They lost, so that was done. Sad. But one of their fans, this was in New York at Yankee Stadium, had beer dumped on him. They by, had a, a by a Yankee named, fan? By a Yankee fan. Yeah. A guy named wow. John Spencer, and the A's were searching for him. They finally found out who he was. Oh, yeah? And so they're now they're sending him a bunch of new gear, and they're going to have John Spencer night with the A's sometime in 2019. <laughs> and back to the big question again, up for grabs. We've got a family four-pack of tickets to the PBR, which, by the way, is going to be a Golden One Center January 25th through the 27th. You can get more information on the event at KNCIFM.com. We first saw this, couldn't believe it, but it's absolutely true. 54% of three- and four-year-olds here in America have one of these. A lot of people guessing cell phones. Someone actually guessed soda. Jenny from Citrus Heights, what do you think? What's the answer? Is it a tablet? Tablet or iPad, you're right. All right. Congratulations. You are going to the PBR. Woohoo! How's your day so far? So far, it's not going too good. I'm on my way to work. And you just <laughs> Friday. won tickets. You um, won tickets. It is, it is Friday. Woohoo! And you won tickets. And you won tickets. And I won tickets. Yeah. And you're listening to Pat, Tom, and Cody. And I won tickets. <laughs> okay, hold on. There you go. What? Okay, why do you keep pointing at me? Because I love oh, you, I man. Know, I, I don't know why. Well, we're we're going to go to New York City and, and apply for a job. Oh, okay. You had me on the edge of my seat. There's the only reason I'm still here. Okay. <laughs> They're doing a squirrel census. 
at Central Park. <laughs> no. I'm not kidding. See, it was worth the wait. It, was, it actually was. I'll give it to you. I deleted all my social media accounts <laughs> and said, be here at 610 because we got something for you. Is this for real? Honest to God, it's for real. And they did this in 2012. I thought the census only came around every 10 years. I thought so. Too. Well, a squirrel well, census every couple of years because those little guys reproduce like crazy. And they're not around that long. So yeah, there you go. Exactly. But they, it starts tomorrow. If you can get yourself to, to Manhattan, it's in Central Park. It goes through October the 20th. And I guess it's minimum wage and they'll feed you. So, yeah, which is about what the squirrels make. <laughs> it's just peanuts. That's all they're feeding. It's, 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 they it's, no, they're going to collect the data, and they're going to do some sort of interactive map. How do you do an interactive map of squirrels in Central Park? Don't they move around a lot? It's yeah. not like they're like, okay, we're over here for now. And, and it's not like that's the main reason people visit Central Park. <laughs> exactly. What? Who, who goes to Central Park and is like, we're going to watch the squirrels? Last, like, as if this is like a thing. Last time we were in New York, I went for a run in Central Park on a beautiful day in November, and I don't remember seeing one squirrel. I'm sure they're there. Uh-huh. But I remember the carousel, <laughs> softball games, soccer games, a lot of people, the fall. Le- I mean, it's just beautiful. Uh-huh. It's, it's a gorgeous. wonderful place to hang out. Yeah. But if you can get yourself there by tomorrow, you got a job talking to squirrels. Awesome. <laughs> Good luck. We still don't know when Mary Morris's sophomore album is coming out, but it looks like her record label, Sony Nashville, is hearing it for the first time this week. She shared a Beyonce gift to Twitter yesterday and captioned it, when you're playing your label album two today. So basically, it's ready and I can't wait because you know it's going to be good. Eric Church opening up more about a blood clot, uh, clot that could have killed him last year. First revealed the news uh, last month in an interview with Rolling Stone. It had happened the summer before, but he kept that under wraps until that interview. The clot was in his chest, the result of a birth defect. Doctors told him if he waited too much longer, it could very well have killed him. And talking about it recently, he said the near-death experience, along with the unexpected death soon after of his brother, and then the Route 91 massacre, completely reshaped how he looks at everything. His life, his career, his music, the kind of music he wants to perform. He said everything he went through has found its way onto his new album in some way. That album, Desperate Man, by the way, is out today. I had a chance to listen to it yesterday, and it is freaking Phenomenal. Oh, I bet. After wrapping up his 2018 High Neon Tour, Jason Aldean held his annual concert for The Cure. And this year, he did it at his new place in Nashville, Jason Aldean's Kitchen Plus Rooftop Bar, where he handed over a check for $459,509 to the Susan G. Komen Foundation. Since he started this 12 years ago, he's raised over $4 million. It's a cause that's very close to his heart. Jason says, my best friend lost his wife to breast cancer. She was in her early 30s. I saw it. I was there. I watched it all go down. He had to deal with it, and she left her two daughters behind. He goes on to say, I have a wife. I have two daughters. I never want him to go through that, so he will continue the fight. To read more about this, head on over to KNCIFM.com. Is it okay ever to tell a white lie to your significant other? Do a little Pat and Tom pointless poll on our Facebook page yesterday, and a ton of people weighed in. And I was surprised at kind of the, the, the gap. 71% uh, were, say, were in favor of, yeah, yeah, occasionally it's okay. Uh, 29% never, honesty, always. We're not talking about the big whoppers. We're talking about stuff that maybe you say to spare somebody's feelings right. or to kind of get along. For instance, Kathy from Galt says, I've got into hot water over little white lies in the past because I find one snowballs, or snowballs into another, so I try to avoid it. Yeah. Uh, Ron says, is it okay? With three question marks. It's absolutely essential. You like my new blouse, honey? Looks great on you, sweetheart. Do you like the dinner I cooked for you? It was delicious. 
Caroline says, and I want you to join me on this because you'll know where I'm headed, okay? I always ask, what does a person gain by knowing the truth? If it's going to cause hurt, why even say anything? Sometimes, keeping things to yourself is better than even saying anything at all. No lie said if it's not spoken. Really. There's commission and there's omission. <laughs> and the reason this came up is, and I'm just going to put it out there, my wife kind of hurt my feelings the other night. Aww. I spent a lot of time, I hope you're taking notes on this, Cody. Okay. Well, mental notes. Um, Go on. I, 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 from <laughs> scratch, I made these crab enchiladas, and I put a lot of sweat equity into them, not into the actual dish, but into the effort, and, um, and, and made them and, and served them up, and she finished them. And I, she never said anything. I said, well, what'd you think? Because I put like two hours of prep into these things to make yeah. them. And those are all from scratch. And she goes, they were okay. I took out the crab. <laughs> they were crab enchiladas. That was one time where it would have been okay to just drop in a little white lie. I didn't notice the crab off to the side of her plate. She could have given the dogs. I don't care. At that point, right at that point in time, it would have been good to say, they were great, honey. Thanks. Just that's all she needed to say. She's just a real person. That's what it really comes down to. I she's... know that. I think sometimes she's a little too real. So maybe she shouldn't want to eat them in the future. She thought if I say they're good, then Which we're going to have them again. A week and a half <laughs> later, two weeks later, if I'm going, hey, I'm going to make those crab enchiladas again. And she goes, uh, that, I'm okay because I'm not, I'm, I'm emotionally detached from it. Right. Then. How about this? There is something that she makes that I will, I will call her and I will be honest with her. Coming up with Pat and Tom. In other words, bottom line here, Tom told his wife a little white lie, and he's going to come clean, and we're going to call her oh, at no. 740. Ever get busted on a white lie? I think some of us have been there before. We asked the question whether or not it was okay to use a white lie when addressing a significant other about maybe a sensitive issue. 71% of you said yeah. 29% said uh-uh. And Tom? This started because you got a little hurt that your wife, Vicky, did not like your enchiladas, and she told you straight up. Rather than saying that this dish that you prepared for over two hours was great or good, she just said, eh, didn't like it. And you, on the other hand, the pork chops are not your favorite at all. At the same time, at the same time, you told her that you liked them, right? You were, you were want to spare her feelings. Oh, wait, you got her on the phone now? Yeah, she can't hear us at the moment, but, uh, all right, time to come clean. Here we go. But what did you think of my crab enchiladas the other night? <clears throat> well, they looked appealing. The presentation was amazing. She sounds like a judge on a food show. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, here's the deal. I didn't really like them, but I didn't want to hurt your feelings and say, did I want to say they were awesome? Because then you would have made them again, and I didn't like them. So I picked out the part I didn't like. You don't like crab? So I like crab when it comes out of a crab. I just don't like it shoved in things. Gotcha. Yeah, like when they shove it into a crab cake. That's... <laughs> well, that's yes, different. that's it. I like clams, but I don't like clam chowder. I don't know. I just don't like it hidden in things. I appreciate what you said just now, but you still kind of hurt my feelings a little bit. I wish your little white lie would have been maybe a little bigger white lie. In the interest of being honest... Okay. The, uh, the, 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 the pork chops that you made in the crock pot on Sunday... Yeah. I thought they were perfect. They were... <laughs> Succulent and savory, and it was like we were at Lucille's. Uh, we were that was the presentation. Presentation was on point. Thank you, thank you. Presentation is everything. I'm good. I will make them tomorrow for us. I. <laughs> we're having pork chops tomorrow night, Pat. You want to come over? Now I'm gonna be at the Dirk show. New Country 105.1. Here's what's trending. 
this hurts. A Utah family is out more than a grand after their toddler got his hands on their football season ticket money. After saving for about a year, they finally had enough money to pay back a family member for their season tickets. The problem is they couldn't find it anywhere. The white envelope the money was in mysteriously disappeared. They looked under rugs and the couch and drawers, but then they found it in the shredder. More than $1,000 was shredded, and they knew immediately it was their two-year-old son, Leo. He enjoyed help, enjoyed helping his parents shred the bills. They usually turn it on after, but I guess the one time they didn't, this happens. His parents did say, though, as devastated and as sick as we were, this was one of those moments where you just have to laugh. Maybe they're cowboy fans, and the kid's just trying to save them the grief. <laughs> Maybe. Hey, if you're a fisherman or fisherwoman and you know how to fish for fall salmon on the Sacramento River and you have a boat and you're free November 2nd, Purple Heart Anglers needs you. They're a nonprofit support group here in Northern California for wounded veterans, and they have a fishing event Friday, November 2nd, to take some 90 disabled veterans out on the Sacramento for a morning of fall salmon fishing. But right now, they only have enough boats to accommodate 50 veterans. I've participated in these events before. It's a blast. The veterans are always super appreciated. If you're interested, we have a link to their Facebook page on all three of ours, the Pat and Tom friend page, fan page, and the 105 Facebook page. Two women tried to reenact a scene from the movie Dirty Dancing at a Total Wine and More in Jensen Beach, Florida. Of course it's Florida. It's the scene where uh, Jennifer Grey runs towards Patrick Swayze and she he lifts her up. Oh, oh no. Gosh. So one of the women came running, jumped, and yelled, Coming in hot! They both collapsed and knocked over a Bud Light display. Dilly dilly. <laughs> Cops were called. One of the women left peacefully while the other, 24-year-old Cindy Barantaeus, got belligerent and kept saying over and over, You can't put baby in a corner. No. Well, they, that's fantastic. They didn't. They <laughs> put her in jail. Pat and Tom. New Country 105.1.